Test, test, test. Test, 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 test. Do you guys hear me? Bear with me here. Test, test, test. We are going live. Okay? Live, live, live. Can you guys hear me? I may. It's because I'm. I'm No? Okay, hold on. Test, test, test. It's back on? Okay, hold on. Give me one second, you guys. I want to make sure I do this right here. Boom. So, let me see. A bow. V. A bow. V. Okay, hold on. Are we good? But I want to see if I'm going to be good on IG. Am I good on IG? I think so. I think I'm still good on IG. Okay, I think I'm good on be IG. Good on, oh, no, hold on. IG. Am I good on IG? Hold on. I think so. I think I'm still good on IG. Okay, I, I think I'm good on IG. Good. Okay, we're good here. All right. Sorry, guys. We're working things out. Um, we're going to go through the intro. We're going to get started with the show. Sorry for the um, inconvenience. We're getting everything together. Forgive me. Um, give me one second here. We're about to get started with the show. Amazing. Here we go. Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. What's going on, y'all? I'm Joel Friday TV. Welcome to the show. Bienvenido. Amazing stuff, right? So much stuff going on. A few changes um, that's been made to the back end of the show just so I can give the audience a multi-live stream on different platforms. Uh, we are working on going live on Instagram right now. We should be live on Instagram. That's the plan. But I don't know if it's quite working as smoothly um, as it's supposed to be. But don't fret. Um, we are working things out. It looks, it seems to be like it's, it seems to be working fine on my end, but I could be wrong. But it's okay. We're, the show must go on, right? So amazing stuff. Uh, keep me posted and let me know if um, IG is working. Let me know if IG is working. Okay, I just did a new one. Let me know if it's working. And then, because um, we got, I got to move on with the with the show. Sorry, guys. 
Okay, so bienvenido, bienvenido. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Topics to be covered today. Uh, last week, what did we talk about? Anybody remember? I don't. I don't even know what I ate for breakfast. But last week, topics, because the very moment society gave up, right? The very moment society gave up. That's what we talked about last week. It was very interesting. I don't remember all the details. Um, so much going on right now, it's hard to think. But I remember the details exactly what we talked about. But it was amazing. I know that. I do remember that. It was very interesting. So make sure you podcast that last week's episode, episode 38. You can watch it on YouTube and check that out um, at another time because you want to watch today's episode. So, But make sure you check that out. It got deep. And as far as today goes, we are talking about your greatest defense is no defense. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, it's going to get deep. You want to make sure you tell your people's people's about the show because it's going to get deep. We're going to get into it. So you can, you will be able to call in, and I'll give it the call out, the the call in number shortly here. But yes, the greatest defense is no defense. Okay, amazing. But before we get into the topic, you know what you got to do: hit that like button, smack it, latest smack down on the like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your people's 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 about the show, so we can get the subscribers up and the message out on YouTube and on Instagram. Tell your people's right. Make sure you guys tune in and you can listen on Instagram and watch on Instagram right now if you cannot do it conveniently on YouTube. Amazing. It is a talk show, so you can call in 888-775-3773 and we can talk. We can argue. We can fellowship. We can whatever. All in the name of Jesus. It's up to you. I'm here for it. 888-775-3773. Amazing. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts, so if you cannot listen to the show, uh, listen to a podcast, or you can't watch it, you can only listen because you're driving, you're busy, you're at work, or whatever the case is, you can't listen to it on Apple Podcasts, the audio only, but it is not live. You can only go back and re-watch it or re-listen to it, if that makes sense, right? We're working on Spotify and all that good stuff, but right now it's just Apple Podcasts. Okay. Um, amazing. So many things to get to. Oh, last thing. Um, you can support us or you can uh, get your questions or comments read out loud on the air by um, super chatting via the YouTube chat box. There, if you look in the chat box, you can see a place you can support and send your question or comments. Or you can go directly to. Uh, buymeacoffee.com slash TV, which I do have it pinned there in the chat box. And um, that's where you can donate, and I'll read your questions or, or comments. Or if you just want to support the show, you can donate there, and uh, I will read those live on air at some point. If the Lord is willing and we get to it, right? And I do want to because I do appreciate it um, and all that good stuff. Okay. Okay, that reminded me of Nick's show. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. So I was just thinking, and 
I was thinking about how, like, um, you know, Jesse has a has a a message right now. Some of you who don't know who Jesse Lee Peterson is, Jesse Lee Peterson is a owner of a nonprofit organization called Bond, which consists of a church, a TV show, and a series of network programs um, that wouldn't happen unless um, if it was for him. So we're grateful for it, but. Jesse Lee Peterson has a church service, and in his church service, he, he's been talking about laying your weapons down, and among other things, but um, that's, that's really been what has stood out to me the most, is laying your weapons down. And I was just thinking about what that means, and I could be interpreting it differently than what he had intended it to be, so I don't want to, like, steal words out of his mouth or pretend that this is exactly what he means by it. But this is just how I took, how I took it and how I perceive it, laying your weapons down. It's such a good message to me. And um, I was just thinking about how, like, people get offended, how, how, like, we as human beings, all people, right? And I'm sure there's a select few who don't, right? But all people um, tend to be offended about things. One thing or another, we take things personal. Right. And I was listening to some of my other um, colleagues who also have their own show, like the American Anchor Baby and uh, the Hake Report. And they both had an episode where their callers were calling in about the N-word. Right. And how they were talking about um, the offense they were taking to the N-word and callers were calling in getting offended by the N-word being um, the N word being an offensive word and all that stuff. And I thought that was so interesting. And it, and it made me like think like, okay, what's going on here? Right. So as I was preparing for the show, I had that in mind, but I had other few things in mind that I'm going to get into, but bear with me. I'm going to, I'm going to try to make some sense of it all the best way I can. But I also have some clips that I plan to play that hopefully help make my point. So um, I was thinking that if no one ever took one thing personal, there would be peace on earth, right? If no one cared, period, no one cared about anything, and I know a lot of people think that that's a bad thing, but if no one cared about anything, there would be peace on earth, right? And it made me realize also that Because we care, it further makes a point and proves that everybody is possessed with evil. Everybody is possessed by evil spirit. Okay? Everybody is possessed by evil spirit. Now, exceptions to the rule. Maybe one or two, three or not. But most people are possessed by evil spirit. And I'm going to tell you why. And everyone at one point, whether they are or not, still have been possessed by evil spirit. And we just don't even know it. And I'm going to explain it why. Is that from my experience, what I believe and what I see for myself to be true is within us, within every human being, there's the spirit of God And there's a spirit of evil, right? There's a spirit of God and there's a spirit of evil, right? 
when it comes to the spirit of evil, that spirit of evil is the not us that we think is us, right? The spirit of evil is emotions. It is all the things of the ego, right? All the things that consist of the ego, feelings, emotions, offense, taking things offensive, uh, defending yourself, all these things come from like a, they can come from like an ego space, right? And that evil spirit makes us, we, we've, we've identified with it so long and, and we see people around us living from that evil spirit so much that we believe that it's us. We believe that it's us, right? And it's totally not. But I'm going to give you an example of how to recognize it in yourself. Is that the only desire, and this is why the ego is so evil. Feelings and emotions are so evil. I'm going to tell you why. It's because if you really look at them, pay attention. The only desire for feelings and emotions is to control and to dominate. That is the only desire for feelings and emotion. Think about your feelings when you're in a relationship. Think about your feelings when um, you think you love somebody or you love somebody and they break up with you. Right? You're hurt. Or even when you lose somebody in your family, even when you lose a family member, they die or they pass away, whatever the case is, and your feelings get hurt and all these things, right? Really examine that. What is that? And what it, what it is is that when you're in that relationship, we'll use a relationship as an example, you want that person to satisfy your needs, right? I've said this before. This is not nothing new that we're talking about. Oh, we got callers already talking, already on the line over there and we're... <laughs> I'll get to you soon, callers. There are some lines open, so you can call in 888-775-3773. But callers, give me a second. Let me make uh, at least make a little bit of my point, and I'll get to some calls. But, yeah, in a relationship, when someone breaks up with you or when you want somebody, your feelings get attached, right? And when that doesn't happen, you're upset, you're sad, you're depressed. There's, like, this grip, right? Feelings and emotions are made to control, and they all come from that evil spirit. The nature of this evil spirit is ego. It is feelings. It is emotions. But we don't call it an evil spirit that's within us. And we don't, call, we, don't, we don't be honest with ourselves admitting that we're possessed. Because why? It seems shameful. It seems wrong and I don't want to admit that then I'll feel worse about myself but it's the reality and there's peace in being honest about it being straightforward about it right so anyway moving on feelings emotions only desire is to control and dominate it wants to possess people and possess things right money sex all this stuff is all just to possess it and suck the life out of it because we think we're going to feel better from it, right? Am I making sense at this point? It has to be on top. It has to dominate. It has to be on top. It has to be viewed as a dominant person, and it has to feel dominant. 
the evil spirit. And the feelings and emotions hate the truth. Feelings and emotions hate the truth. Why? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to play a clip. And I'm going to give you guys a warning right now, okay? I'm going to play a clip. And it's a it's a um it's a demon possession, okay? And I want to play it. It's not too bad, but it you know it seems it looks real to me. Um, and I just want you guys to pay attention to the point I'm trying to make. So if you have kids that are watching the show and you don't want them to see this, then I'm just letting you guys know right now. There are a couple clips I'm gonna play. The first clip only actually is. A lady, a couple ladies who are possessed by demons. And it's not that graphic, but you just kind of see what's going on. But I'm going to play that. Hopefully, YouTube is okay with it. But it kind of makes my point. So maybe they'll be nice to me. Hold on. Bear with me. Here we go. Wait. Wait, sorry guys. Nick, can you come in and, and help me figure out why that's not playing? Lord have mercy. Can I just have a normal show one day? I have everything queued up. Oh, I know, I know why. I know exactly why. I got it right here, guys. That's a demon lady. Amazing, right? So in the video, you see these two ladies being possessed by a demon. If you actually look close, you can see like the demon look on the face. That's why I believe it to be real. But not only that, um, the the priest or whatever he is, is like praying and like saying the name of God and like has the cross and doing all these things. And when you do that or with the Bible, the the Satan hates that. Satan hates that. The evil spirit hates that. Why? Because the truth. It doesn't like the light. It doesn't like the truth. Right? So when we see a demon possession like that, what's the first thing that we think? Like, oh, that's so insane. That's crazy. Wow, I can see that that's a demon. Wow, that's insane. But we don't look at other situations. We don't look at us. We don't look at the demon in the mirror. Why don't we look at the demon in the mirror? Right? But there's different scales. There's a, there's a scale to demonic possession. Right? That's, that's the extreme that we all know and can recognize as a demon possession. But let's, let's bring the scale back a little bit, can we? Shall we? Let's, we shall. Hold on. Let me clear this, make sure we're good so we don't have that mistake again. Here we go. 
So you see that there. You see like uh, a couple black guys uh, fighting with a couple white girls. We don't know exactly what what happened, what went on. Um, but according to the black guy in the video, he said that the white girl, th the white girls threw a rock at him. So they decided, I guess, to go retaliate. But what we what we did right there is we just scaled it back a little bit, right? That's demon. That's a demonic possession, right? To go well on somebody like that, whether whose fault it is, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. You know, maybe they did throw a rock. Maybe it was a big one, did some damage to the black guys. Whatever. That's not the point. But to go and well on somebody like that and, like, really go crazy, that's a demonic possession to me, right? But we don't look at that as demonic. And we kind of do maybe a little bit. We're like, okay, that's evil. That's evil, right? But we don't call it a possession, we call it evil, right? But let's scale it back a little bit more. <laughs> let's keep scaling till we reach the man in the mirror, right? If someone honks at you in traffic, what do you call that, right? If someone honks you in traffic and you react, if someone's in front of you and they're going slow and they're in a slow lane and you're like, what the? Move. Speed up. And you give them one of these. Or one of these. <laughs> we don't call that demonic possession. We don't even call that evil. We call that a normal day. That's their fault. But they all hate the truth. Over oh, again deep here, y'all. I hope you guys are paying attention because I'm about to make the point. They all hate the truth. Well, then one will say, how is someone in front of me blocking me or cutting me off, me hating the truth? Great question. Because the truth requires you to surrender and do nothing. The truth requires you to surrender and do nothing. That's the light. That's the truth. Right? Bear with me. But feelings and emotions, which come from the evil spirit within us, ego, the evil nature, wants to react, to defend, to um, dominate, to possess. It has to win. It cannot be taken advantage of. It has to be defensive. But God and the light of God and truth requires you to surrender and do nothing. Because doing nothing puts God in the driver's seat. And it puts you, it takes you out the driver's seat. And we don't like that. Or the, the nature, the evil nature in us doesn't like that. Because the evil nature wants control. 
it wants control. But when we do nothing, we feel weak. We feel useless. We feel like crazy, right? But that's faith. Because if the battle is not flesh and blood, then what is the battle? I mean, yeah, if the battle is not flesh and blood and it's a spiritual battle, then it's a spiritual battle. And when we get out the driver's seat and let God drive, God deals with this. Now, let me let me make this point because this is important because I know you guys are going to be like, well, 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 well. When you do nothing, when you do nothing and you learn not to react, and that's hard. I'm not saying I got it, but I'm saying that when you don't react and you don't let it affect you and you truly understand, you can't make yourself, by the way, but when you truly understand that it has nothing to do with you, right, and you don't let it affect you, then the light you may and the understanding of seeing how to properly deal with the situation will come about. Because maybe you do need to defend yourself, right? Maybe you do need to take action. Maybe. But if you allow yourself to just see that and let that be revealed by not doing anything, then you'll do it the correct way. You know what I mean? You'll do it the correct way. If it's meant for you to defend yourself with action, take action, then when you surrender to um, trying to fulfill your ego or defend yourself in the wrong way, you'll be able to see how to do it in the right way. But sometimes you may just need to lay the weapon down completely. And you'll see if you need to do that too. But the point is, nobody could ever offend you ever in life, ever in life, if you never took offense, if you never tried to defend that evil spirit. Let it die. When you feel that pain to, like, want to stand up for yourself or try to, like, prove to other people that they better not mess with you, let it die. Right? Because it's them with the problem. Why are they messing with you? But you also got the problem if you want to get back at them. Let it die. You're not a, a, a weak person. You're not weak. Who said you're weak because you didn't, you didn't, um, you didn't let them disrespect you? That's your ego. Right? Why should that disturb your peace? Why should that disturb your peace? That's why I said your greatest defense is no defense. No defense. Because if anybody can't offend you, then how does anybody take your peace? How do you let anybody take your peace? So in the nothing, 
When you do nothing is where life begins, how I see it. When you do nothing is your greatest defense. And when you do nothing, it lets you see what to do next. So, but I'm going to get to some calls and then hopefully to some um, some super chats and to some buy me a coffees. So, um, yeah, I will read your super chats and I will read your, your buy me a coffee uh, donations as well. Um, and we'll get to that. But let me say this before I get to the call. Um, I challenge all black people. Including myself, because I'm black. Right? I'm mixed. I'm really mixed. I go by mixed. <laughs> or Creole. But I challenge all black people to let anyone say the N-word. Just let them. Let them. Go through that pain of whatever you're feeling. Let them say it. Stop trying to keep everybody from saying everything to not hurt your feelings. Whoever is saying it disrespectfully is controlled anyway. If they're disrespectfully calling you anything, N-word, B-word, P-word, D-word, they're controlled by the evil spirit. And whoever takes it personally is controlled by them and the evil spirit. So let people say whatever they want. Let them say it. Let them say it. And let that challenge, let that, like, confrontation help you grow into no longer letting it affect you. Because I'd rather sit up here and walk around bulletproof, at least make my way to being bulletproof, opposed to trying to get the world to stop saying things that hurt my feelings. What kind of... That's manly. Instead of telling people they can't say the N-word. What the... That's so woman. That's so beta. You can't, you better not say the N word because of slavery. Let me, let me relax because I like my channel on YouTube and YouTube is nice to me right now. And I don't want to ruin that relationship. So a chat, calm me down. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, let me go to uh, Frederick. A first, not a first-time caller. I think I talked to Frederick multiple times. If this is the same Frederick. Frederick uh, out of something, California. Sean, what is that? Louisiana? Oh, Los Angeles. Oh, Frederick's in L.A.? Amazing. Frederick, welcome to the show. You're on air. What up, Joel? What's going on, man? Not too much, not too much. Real quick. Real quick, I heard you been I heard you been wilding out on everybody's show and saying some what? crazy stuff. And no. what's going what on with that? Hearing? What you been hearing? I heard you been like causing mess in the chat and like saying you're gonna pull up places and what the If 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 you love somebody, ain't you supposed to tell them the truth? Yeah, I agree. But why you gotta pull up on them? Because sometimes you got to explain it to them. You know what I'm saying? Face to face so they can understand. You know what I'm saying? And then 
sometimes you don't even have to do that before they realize they have spirit. You know what I'm saying? The words and the spirit, their mouth need to match their hands. If your mouth don't match your hands, then you're going to be in subject to free will. Well, let me... Because these black people well, let me free will. Really quick, let me comment. Let me say this really quick, uh, and then I'm going to let you oh, get yeah. to that, and then I'll respond to that. But I do have to let you know that if you are going to be in the chat talking about I'm going to pull up and I'll see you on the corner of whatever the streets were, then we will have to, um, and it's not because nobody's scared, but we will have to block you and we will have to um, make sure you don't get into, can't call into the show or or talk in the chat because there's people who will take it seriously, more seriously than you do, whether you're serious or not, and they'll actually do it. So. You can't be doing that, man. I understand. 100 completely. Okay, go 100 completely. Okay, cool. And when I try to tell people, some people take the N-word as a threat just like that, they don't understand that. But I understand what you're saying. Like, no one can make you mad but you and how you perceive things. So, therefore, the people that get mad at little words like that, if you think it's good for the goose, it should be good for the gander, right? No one should have to be scared of anything, right? Right. Right. So, is that... I never said I was going to come up there and fight or do nothing to nobody, right? Right, but didn't you say that that, that people shouldn't say the N-word? Didn't you say... That, wasn't that your stance that, that people who are non-black should, should uh, not be able to say they the N-word? They should not breathe hate, yes, because they could get hurt. And I, if I oh. love, like, Nick and, and Hank, I would tell them don't say it in public because there's people that will put their hands on you. Just because you right. don't want them to doesn't mean that they won't. So me telling them not to say it isn't me saying that they can't say it. They right. can do what they want to. Right. But if I love them, I will come up there and try to convince them, like, that's not a good thing to do, and here's why. But I'm not going to be like, and you telling people, let let everybody say the N-word. Okay, people going to take people into a place to film something viral going on. Like, go ahead, say the N-word. Joel says you can say the N-word and not get <laughs> mad today, and they take you to the neighborhood, and then they turn on you like, well that would be stupid that no would be come out of it well that's the thing that's the thing that that would be stupid on the part of whoever decided to go try to test giving it, them the pass. it wrong. saying black people let them call you the n-word and then they yeah. take you to somewhere where it's not cool and yes they're they not going to help you fight yes because my challenge is for black people to to stop being offended it's not about the white people or whoever the non-blacks by saying it it's to prove the point that black people need to allow people to say it because for one, you put it all in the music, and you want white people to come to your concerts and listen to your music, but yet they, they, they have to pause. They got to pause when the N word comes up. Listen, 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 Joel. This is what I think. Okay. I think all of this is God's plan. And the word before there were vowels, like J's in the last five to eight hundred um, years, before there were letters. There was a letter called a uh, word called NGR. Look it up. In Kemet, it meant deity as a god in a small g. So when he put this sprinkle of spirit out here, it unites the blacks. No matter how he tricked it into reversing, it's still here with us. And it might be the one spirit that returns everybody to the Father once they find out that NGR means God, means deity means the um spirit of do your research but how, but but how would that funny, but how it's funny 
But how would that, just to get to that point real quick, how does the NGR defining that, finding out the NGR means something to black people or the people is going to unite them? How is understanding that going to do that? It goes to show how much we've been lost and reprogrammed um, by their doctrine that we're using a word that still means something to us that we didn't even know from a millennium, like 3,000, 4,000 years ago. But we still use the word that means God. We named countries after we told white people when they came in our land, we NGRs, we're God. And they named countries, white men, Niger. Is that what you're saying? We're named at Nigeria then. Okay, we understand. Niger, Niger, they trying to, and then they kept it with us. And it's funny how this God particle, like this word, is still triggering people. And the change is coming back. And now, wait a minute. Once the blacks wake up and start studying Kim in it and find out that NGR means a deity or means a God, man, a small g trying to be like God as yeah. the son the son of God, you know what I'm saying, the smaller G, they'll be like, okay, let's be this instead of what the white man called us and what they think it means. You All know I what I'm think, saying? So it's just I understand. God's plan and way to bring us back around full circle. I understand what you're, what you're saying. I understand what you believe is um, going to help um, people unite. But that's only, in my opinion, going to make the black people even more angry. Because they're gonna nah, realize so. what well, they're gonna use that again. They're gonna be like, "Well, now, see, the white people changed it on us." And because nah, the issue is not the know. word. Well, let me just say this: is that the issue is not discovering whether a word is yours or not. The issue is that there's anger in people's hearts. So if even if you discover, you go back to you know all the biblical texts, all the historic uh, passages, or whatever, all the the, the real meaning of these words, you can know all of that, but if you have anger in your heart, you're still going to misuse it and abuse it. So that's my whole thing but, is that but, black people are still going to be whoever, black, white, whoever, are still going to be the same way, maybe even worse, if they don't overcome the anger and find out all this history stuff. It's not going to help. I think they overcame their anger. They using it. What? Now they reversed it toward a white man's mad. And if y'all don't overcome y'all anger, y'all going to live in a hell because it's all a mental thing. You're putting feelings on words where there should be no feelings. You know what I'm saying? So like what? Give me an example. Can you give me an example? Give me an example. Yeah, what ceiling? What do you mean by like, like how does the N-word have a ceiling? Like fear. They feel like they can't say it because they're scared to say it or they're going right. to be attacked. Right. And that shouldn't be the case. I mean, I mean, I mean, if God's plan is God's plan, we don't have a choice in the decisions we make, right? So right. therefore, God's plan is going to say, "Say it," and see. And, and this is how He made the world. This ain't us. This ain't for you. This ain't for me. This is the way God set the world up to be, right? We take our ego in effect to say, "Oh, I got power, and I should be able to say it because of my ego." shouldn't be smacked in the mouth for saying the N-word. Right. That's your ego thinking you are entitled to be able to say what you want. Right. Are you That's a good point. Are you, are you, are you... I agree. Not, are you um, oblivious to the consequences? Right. Are you, like, immune to the fact that it's survival of the fittest? That's a good... What? That's a good point. No, I agree with you there, is that, that keep in mind, if you are going to say it, and I agree, if you are going to say it, keep in mind there are people who 
just because you can say it, and you've always been able to say it, but just because you can say it, don't be mad if somebody takes offense to it and wants to beat you up. And that's the reality. Yeah, because you want to control someone else, and you can't control no one else. We're powerless. We only have control over what we do. But the po- to try to control right. somebody else's actions over our words is wrong. I agree. And no control right. should be, there should be no control on any side. The, the white person should be able to say the N-word as long as they're not being disrespectful. And even if they are being disrespectful, the even black person. Even if they are, get ready for the consequences. But, but the I black people, said. but that's the thing. And that's what you're, you're, you're basically approving black I'm not people. not approving them to say it. I'm telling no. you don't because there's crazy people out here right. that don't think. The people are retarded. But, but so just, if you want to say it, say it. Right. But no, the people are retarded. And know the people are retarded. And yeah. I also know that black people, and I, it's Frederick, because it sounds like you're alluding to this, but black <laughs> people also should not be offended by it if they if it's said. Let it go. It's fine. Be, we can't put expectations on people. That's where we go wrong, man. I agree. But well, it, it has to be a two-way street. What they should do and what they shouldn't do, like we're God, it's not us. That's your ego. Let it go. Fair You're enough. Not entitled to control other people so well. Fair enough, Frederick. I I appreciate the talk. I appreciate the call. And um, all right. Yeah. Uh, and I ain't mean to call about pulling up. I would never. Hey, y'all, my friends. I love y'all. I love Nick. I love Hank. Right I don't. On. I'm just like I don't want to like breeding hate. Hate is talk. And hate needs to, like, quit hate, not hate. Right. Hate needs to stop being sprig and taught like that. We need to get rid of it instead of promoting it and trying to get everybody to, because it won't happen like that. I agree. Because I agree. what happens when I a war pops off and you can't defy, uh, decide, you're just going to bomb like Hamas, like Israel doing Hamas, and can't decide the terrorists from the from the people and you're just going to bomb everybody? I agree. No, I agree with you saying. Like hate, All exactly. Right, right. Hate is hate. Right. I, I do got to keep it rolling because I only got an hour, but I appreciate it, Frederick. Thank you, man. All right. Yep. All right, brother. Um, sorry, James. Um, Yeah, man. No, I mean, I get what Frederick is trying to say. I get what Frederick is trying to say. You know, and I just think that on both sides, people got to just not be offended, man. Come on. That's so... That's so um, childish. You know what I mean? Like, and people shouldn't be disrespectful either. No matter if it's the N word, the B word, you shouldn't say it disrespectfully to anybody, period. There should be no malice in what you're saying, in the way you're saying it. I agree. But also, it shouldn't be like, let me ban that word and you better not say it or catch these hands. Like what? That's that's so like uh, womanly, or evil. But um, I still appreciate uh, the conversation. But let me, um, man. I feel like you guys are saying so much in the chat, and I have no idea what's going on. So let me try to read some super chats. I know there's some super chats that came in, and I appreciate it. Let me get to some super chats real quick, and then um, yeah, I'll maybe get to another call. Uh, Carver, <clears throat> excuse me, Carver 531 says, next week, Joel will perform an exorcism live on air. I got to get one done on myself first. <laughs> I need an exorcism performed on me first. What you mean? 
I appreciate it, Carver. Um, that's amazing. Ryan Moon, great show, bro. Thank you, Ryan. He sends a um an image with like a 20 and a a balloon and a, a heart. Right on, man. I appreciate it. Ryan's my friend. What's up, Ryan? Uh, amazing. Let me go to some donuts. Cause you guys sent me some donuts, and that's cool. You know what I mean? So if those of you guys don't know who Donuts is, if when when you make a donation or you send in a message or a comment, it's in the form of like a donut or a coffee, hence the name. Um, the website is called Buy Me a Coffee. But I don't drink coffee, so people have to buy me donuts. Right? So let me check on my donuts here. Um, Zorak bought me three donuts. Ooh. He said, never donate to you yet, but I love you guys. Right on, Zorak. Love you too, man. Appreciate it. That's cool. And Mr. Close and personal friend, um, underscore Jib Jab, sent me one donut um, and says, you lost half of your viewers when you played the zombie clips. We need the chicken song, please. Oh, where'd you guys go? Was it too graphic? Why? That's not cool. I was just trying to make a point. Don't be mad. Don't be mad at me. Anyway, um, I get it. It's all good. But anyway, um, thank you guys for the super chats and the donuts. Uh, amazing. I appreciate it. That's so cool. Um, man, what do I do at this point? Uh, I guess I'll take another call. Cause I know the chat would be like, take a call, take a call. Okay. Um, let's see. Let me go to Sean, a first-time caller out of Central Florida. Let me see. Oh, wait. Not yet. Sean's not ready. Let me go to... There's a line open here. You can get to the line. What? Sean is for Jesse, I think. Oh, I don't know what that means. Oh, okay. Okay. All right, let me get to uh, William, a normal caller, regular caller out of um, California. William, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Sometimes. What's going on, brother? What's going on, William? How's it going? You got my approval, man. Right on. What a subject. Right you gotta on. You got to control yourselves, man. You don't have no control over what somebody says. You know what I mean? Exactly. N-word ain't all that. Because if it was so illegal, why did they let it go in music so much? Right. If it's so bad. You want to promote it there, then you don't want nobody to say it. I think that black people want it. They like, they want, they don't, they think that everybody is taking stuff from them taking their style, oh, taking wow. their, like, music. And it's not that they're taking. 
Right. It's not like they're taking it's that they're in, they're inspired, they're influenced by it. But then if you take the N word, you're taken from them and they don't like that. That's what I think. But um, it's just crazy. It's crazy. I, I mean, they, they cry about so many uh, minuscule things that like being profiled and whatever. If you profile, you profile. I've been profiled. That's no big deal. Right. You know, right. Uh, look, um, do you know any, none of my tenants, 17 of them, none of them really know me. Now walk in my own building and some woman looks at me, whoa, who, who are you? Here's the roommate. Ah, ah, ah. He owns the building. Okay, I got profiled. What am I going to do? Go on Channel 5 with that? Right, right. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? And you know what's so funny is that when, I, when I've been pulled over, and I've been pulled over multiple times. Right. Um... For random things, they, uh, I'm just, res- I'm just respectful, and I, I've been raised that way, so I don't right. know how to be anything else other than just like, just listen to what he says, answer mm-hmm. yes, be respectful, and when I've done that, I've never not one time had one problem, and I now, and just I, get ready to ask you that, yeah, <laughs> and maybe some people have had false situations, maybe somebody have been profiled falsely or whatever the case is, but it that's happens. still. That still, we don't know what the officer um, has to do on his job, what he's deal with on his job, and profiling often is part, is, is part of their job, but also necessary because it protects them from mm-hmm. a danger. Correct. You know what I mean? So Correct. it's like I don't see, but it's not about that, and I think that people know that as well. It's more so about the fact that. They need a place to um, blame. They need a place right. to to be a victim because it feels better to that that spirit. It feels Make good to scene. be a victim, exactly. So, yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. You know, you your subject. You said uh, something about defense and offense, and I was talking to Sean about it. Um, my sport wasn't football, but I used to watch it, watch practice. It's interesting how they run plays and stuff. Have you ever seen an offensive line allow a defense to come right through and they they let them come through on a blitz? Right. And they dump it over their heads from screen pass and it goes all the way to the house. Right. That's a good example right there. Sometimes the best defense is no defense. Right. Right. And they call it what they call it in football, you over pursued. Right. That's I can say exactly something. And not even do anything wrong against the law and everything, and drop a lug on you that I want you to hear. Right. And when you respond, I got control of you. And that's the crazy thing. That's the thing that people. Good point. Is that's the thing that people. A lot of people don't realize is that like you actually win when you don't do anything or do right. less. You know, what right. I mean? when you don't do anything, you actually win. And even though it's not about winning or losing. But that's the whole point is that you, when you do nothing, that's when you get out of the way mm-hmm. and let them make a fool of themselves. That's really what it is. You let people hang themselves with their right. own rope sometimes. Like, like, let's just say, like, I don't have it the greatest size in the world. I'm 6'3", I'm 6'4", six, three, six, three quarters, whatever. Built similar to you, a little bit heavier because I'm older. But I can see my feet. So I'm in pretty good shape. And then... Somebody, you know, they'll, they'll, my presence might 
intimidate some. Right. But do you notice when do you know do you know what actually intimidates them more? What is that? My dead silence. Yeah. My dead silence. They make them more scared than anything. Yep. Just just walk away. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, and 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 exactly, and most of the time too is that sometimes people just want to rise out of you too, and if they have nothing to feed off of mm-hmm. the, the the anger they're giving out or whatever they're trying to give, then they the the situation actually alleviates itself because they have nothing to go off of. You're blameless. You know what I mean? You're not giving them back anger, mm-hmm. and two mm-hmm. angry people is just fighting, right? But if you give them nothing. Yeah. They all they ultimately have to turn around and look at themselves and be like, "Wow, I just overreacted." And he he stayed calm. What the? Yeah, you feel it kind of stupid, right? You know, I mean, I, I said, like I said, sometimes that dead silence it yeah. just tears them to pieces. You know, it's like stop with the inward thing because right. you promote it, and it's such a different day and time that believe me. At 60-something years old, if you are under that age, you don't really know nothing about that oppression. Right. Because I have those grandfathers. I have those grandfathers and great-grandfathers and grandparents and parents. Do you know I've never heard any of them complain about that crap? Right, right. And they lived it. Right. And it's a lot of times it's people who haven't been through it. that They want to get the glory for it. Yeah. They want to get the glory for that. But I've never seen those older people complain about some of the things that these younger people are talking about and everything. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. Those 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 folks and they're kinda of like dying right now. Yeah. Those people are like almost gone, Joel. Yeah. It, Did it, you notice any of those great yeah, relatives true. of yours that's true. complaining about that stuff? That's true. Do you remember them complaining about that stuff? That's true. And and not only that, is that like you just said, at the end of the day, when those people who have those stories are gone and the generations keep going forward, and if we don't get over this, the lives are just going to grow and grow and grow and grow. And it's not to say that things didn't happen in the past, right? But Uh we're talking about today. We're talking about today. And a lot of people who are pushing it, for one, aren't didn't go through it. But for two, it's not even about what happened. It's about their anger. But I gotta, I gotta move. I gotta Keep move. Keep it moving, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it. Doing a good job. You. Thank you, man. I appreciate Take it. Take care. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just amazing. Because the point is, we gotta get over the anger. We gotta get over the the evil spirit that's in all of us. The evil spirit that's in all of us can, is all of all feelings, all anger, sadness, happiness, all those stuff are not fruits of the, of the true spirit. Peace, love, joy does not live in anger. It does not dwell in the same place. But we've identified with this false evil spirit, and we think that it's us, and we believe the lies because it sounds like our voice, but we got to overcome that. And for one, we overcome by recognizing that it's wrong to be angry and to have that evil spirit, right? That the evil spirit in us is wrong. We recognize that, for one. And then um, 
we forgive those who um, our parents, who the people who raised us, who influenced that in spirit in us because they had the, the spirit. If that makes sense, right? They had the evil spirit in them. They passed it on to us because they were living from that evil nature. And generations over over time and over time and over time pick up that evil spirit. So you got to forgive and recognize that that evil spirit is not you. And then slowly over time, like the Bible says, you die daily. You die daily. Die daily to that evil ego spirit. And then the true spirit comes about. And then you have energy, peace, love, paradise on earth. Dang, time flew by. It was just said 49. I thought I had way more time. I'm way out of time. I, I totally looked at the time wrong. I'm sorry, Nick. I got to end right now, you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. I got to end. I'm way past time. I'm in trouble. And um, thank you guys for tuning in. Follow me across the board, Joel Friday TV and The Gifted of Dance. Um, amazing stuff. I appreciate you guys. Follow me, and um, I'll see you next time. Hold on. Amazing. Bye. about it.